The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. To get us into the show, because clearly we definitely need to do that right now, is the gripe or the mini celebration. And Emma, I'd really like for you to start on this one. This gripe, I have like a couple of like caveats about it, which is like this is something that I don't normally do. So like at the weekend, I like went to a friend's birthday and I got like very drunk, which I really don't do that often. Like I, you know, I've, I've calmed down from my party girl days. Anyway, I got quite drunk. And the next morning I woke up to like some mysterious texts and there was just one text I'd sent to someone saying like, yeah, we should meet up next week. And they were like, yeah, sure. Like, let's go for dinner. And I just didn't know who it was from. And I was like, obviously, I've like maybe arranged a date or it could be like a long lost friend. And it just I was like racking my brain. So I couldn't remember anything about this person. But like I got myself into this dilemma where I was like, Obviously, I've like been chatting to someone and probably been like, oh, my God, so great to see you. Like, can't wait to meet up. And so it's like really enthusiastic text and they replied back really enthusiastic. And I just had no recollection of this, you well, know, who, momentous I meeting. I mean, crucially, it's who it is. Yeah, exactly. Of who it I was. mean, if I were you, I'd go along to whatever the meeting is and just be like, hi, and then know at that time who you're going. Yeah, I think that's quite scary. A similar kind of, well, it's not similar, but it's a little bit the same. I thought I was talking to somebody whose like phone I only had their first name like saved in my phone. I was like talking to them on text, like, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, we should definitely meet up." When I went to go meet them, it was another person that I did know, but with the same name, but not the person I thought it was. Did you ever let on to that person? No. That's what happened. No. That's pretty good. Like, I just, to keep like, it cool. Oh, and I was about to say, "Oh, I was meeting someone," and then I realised actually I was meeting you. I'm just not very good at kind of suspense and surprise. Like I, I want to know everything like all the time. Like I want to know all the goss straight away. So you don't and like so surprises. I kind of, why? What have you planned? You know, I want when I know that there's like something going on, I want to know it straight away, and I kind of just couldn't really handle it anymore. So eventually, I just had to send them a text and say like, "Oh, I'm really sorry, bit of a disaster." Like, so who was it? Could, oh, no, well, I'm probably not going to reveal over <laughs> the radio who it was. <laughs> it was my good friend. No, but um, it was just I don't know. I just like couldn't believe I got myself into a situation where like I'd managed to. You know, I never funny. I never planned dates, or I, don't, I still don't even know if it was a date because I could have been the love of your life. Yeah, well, exactly. But like, maybe this person will be put off by the fact that I didn't know who they were and had to be like, can you tell me who this is? <laughs> anyway, that's my gripe. My gripe is being a bit of a fool and getting a number one drunk. I was caught in the sort of catch-22 today of like, my bank cancelled my card because they thought that it had been stolen. And then they sent me a text to check that I was using it properly. Did you mean to pay three, which is my mobile phone provider, this morning for £20? Text back yes, if it's yes. And obviously I was trying to pay three to top up my phone, so I couldn't text back yes. So I had to spend like 40 minutes on Skype through a night Wi-Fi network trying to get hold of, of my bank and eventually they fixed the problem, but it was just like, ah. Oh. It's very like Kafka-esque, it's very, It is very Kafka-esque. <laughs> it's very 21st century Kafka. I think that Skype and phones and online banking are not are not fodder for Kafka novels, but they would be where they now. So someone needs to It's very that. Black Mirror. How about that? <laughs> Can you imagine a whole episode? And she couldn't top up her phone. Lilith, <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you? Have you got a gripe of the um, week or day? My, my, mine would be like people on the internet who you, they stalk you on the internet just like after you've posted one thing and then they just like keep following you and like posting stuff after you and then like following your Facebook and you kind of like I have to say this has not happened to me. It just, it sounds like quite a terrifying experience. Did you, it is, yeah. Did you complain to the message board provider? Because, well, like, what can... They were just not being that nice, but they weren't being so horrible that I felt like... You know, they weren't, like, threatening my life. They report were just kind it. of... Yeah, I would say report I, it. 
But you know, I, it if, also if sounds ever... like you're too kind to internet stalkers. That's, <laughs> that's true. I'd say you can be a little bit more aggressive towards them. If I've learned anything from the videos that I've been made to watch in several different school environments about, um, you know, cyberbullying, then report it. Click the report it button is the number one advice. Okay. Or tell a, tell a parent or teacher. <laughs> so <laughs> you could feel like your, you've kind um, of done that. Cyberbullying tips. <laughs> I've got more for next week, guys. Don't worry. So on to the main topic of tonight, which is Lilith's music. But before we hear her song, Rude Girl. Can I actually I, quickly ask? Yeah. So Rude Girl, yeah. it's written here in the notes. And as there, like are the, there are several R's. Yes. So how would you actually like us to say it? Yeah, you can say Rude Girl. Or like, like girl. Or yeah, like, you could say rude girl. Is that like a nod to like riot girl? Yeah, it's okay. a nod to riot girl and then like a Jamaican thing. Like people say rude girl and then, but like I've made it like a riot girl, but kind of rude girl, blending the two. Cool. I think that we should listen to it now and then speak about sure. how Liv got into music afterwards. Isolated, ugly and jaded. I know what that's like. Push come to shove, and she's getting angry. Heart rain so heavy, nowhere to hide. Sister, virgin, or whore, every rose got its thorns. Wise up, girl, get free. No one's stronger than we girls like us. How do I run? Let's grow. Burn the daylight. Face the Such girls like Them Geneva and I'm an G 
Upon the streets with my root girl army Watch we march like Marcus Garvey From my titties to my baby Timberlands Check the mirror and I love who I am You can't hurt me, you can't hurt me now You can't hold me, you can't keep me down I never yeah. ever know if we're meant to clap like on air. It seems like really weird. That was great. Thank you. Maybe if we had a, a like a an audience for our show. Well, we are the audience. We for do our own sometimes show. have an audience for our show. Maybe in February if we do a live show. Thanks so much for playing. Thank you. I really love that. Um, it's always even even though I'd heard you before in the studio, it's always such a surprise when like you start singing and it. I don't know. It's very different to your spoken voice. So it's. Very is it beautiful. really? Yeah, I, well, really? I find it is. Yeah, you. Used, I don't know anything about music, but um, different parts of your voice, I think. I guess so. I have never really thought that much about how I sung. I never was, like, really taught to sing or, like... Oh, which segues well on to... Um, yeah. <laughs> but you went to music school. Yes, but I, I, I went there and kind of studied more playing, like, guitar, even though I'm not that good at playing guitar, but, like... That was why I wanted to learn to play and stuff. I didn't really have a major in one particular instrument. I just was like... How, when did you decide to study music and how did you get into um, it? I think uh, 2014 is when I started, uh, decided to start and, yeah, do it seriously as, like, this is what I'm going to do. How old were you in 2014? Just, I'm just doing a comparison from my own life where I've been, like, flicking around all the time. Well, no, I feel like everybody flicks around. Like, I think it's fine to, like, flick around. There's this musician who I saw on um, on on the internet like saying that he was like in his 90s mm-hmm. and he was and they asked him how often he like practiced every day and he was like yeah I practice 8 hours a day and they were like why do you practice so much and he was like um because I still feel like I've got a lot to learn oh that's Aww. lovely <laughs> so I like feel like every you can still like learn whatever you want to do and you should never compare yourself to like other people because mm. everyone's journey is different and no one can say like what you what your what you can pick up from each thing you know what I mean like but can you tell us about what the song you just played us is about well it's just it's a, it's like an empowerment song I kind of wrote it to kind of say it to myself as well you know um I just kind of was wondering because maybe we could talk about what makes us like not feel that we are good enough yeah I've got I mean I'm meant to be writing a lot of cover letters and applications at the moment I've actually applied to a few things but definitely not enough 
And it's just like writing cover letters. It reminds me of when I just finished uni and I was applying for jobs in London. And I just remember it was just like early recession. It's like 2009 or something. And everyone in my generation has this just applying and never like not even hearing back, like saying, no, you're definitely we're not going to listen to you. But just like Mm -hmm. I still remember. Yeah, I still remember getting my first letter that was like, oh, sorry, we're not going to give you like the job. And I was like, I'm so grateful to like receive a letter that tells me that instead of just like wondering for the next six months, am I going to get this job as a receptionist and optician? (laughs) Like, thank you for telling me. But I think it's something of our generation, of the the people who graduated into the recession, of just feeling generally unsuitable for life. But you know what doesn't faze me? I just don't get phased by Tinder rejections. I'd go on dates and the person wouldn't want to see me again. I'd be like, I don't really care. It's really weird. I get a lot more affected by jobs than people. It's really weird. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, I downloaded Tinder and I used it for like two days and then it just won't let me go on it anymore. Like, it just won't. Maybe, maybe you had too many people liking you and it was like, oh my God, what do we do? It just, you <laughs> broke Tinder. It goes round in a circle and just doesn't ever, like, just won't load up. And you need I to just, click on I the report like this button. <laughs> I feel like it's a sign that I shouldn't go on it. Um, in terms of stuff that makes me feel not good enough, yeah, applying for stuff is awful because you really have to sell yourself and you think, what am I actually selling here? I've not done anything. Um, so yeah, definitely compare myself to other people, which is what I also thought. And also realizing that I'm edging ever closer to being 30. And for some reason, that seems like a very terrifying milestone. It's quite scary, isn't it? When maybe yeah. it's not so bad, but it feels like quite terrifying to me. I was thinking about aging on my cycle to, to school this morning. I was mainly thinking about it just from the perspective of my skin. <laughs> and well, how did your skin, skin like? Is it pretty good? You know, it's not bad, but she moisturizes all the time and I do not have her... Moisturizing regime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, Lilith. That's a... I definitely don't have her moisturizing regime. I mean, I always put on cream in the morning and in the evening, but I don't that use... That's a pretty regime. serious regime. What, what, what can there be? Because after I, wa- I wash my face, I've got this thing where I like, don't want to go to bed. You've got a regime. You've got the that's jeans. You sound fine. But my yeah. mum... Your skin looks pretty perfect from here. Oh, like. that's very kind. Not as great as ever skin. We've all got good skin in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Freddie and Lilith. <laughs> We're all super hot here. <laughs> Shame it's radio because you guys would be loving it right now. <laughs> um, so, like, in terms of, okay, we're talking about the music, the kind of the song was about feeling like, or being told maybe that you're not good enough. And when we have these feelings, like, what do we do to combat them? So what do you do to combat that, apart Definitely from writing that song? Songwriting. Also, I make comic, I draw comic books and, like, little sketches and stuff like that. And then I just reach out to friends. Like, everyone has that really good friend who knows how to make you feel better. I have one, and she definitely always makes me feel better. Yeah. And you started well, the collective. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about that now, seeing as it, it, it came up. So in front of me, I've got Fight Like a Girl zine, and in the CD player, because we're going to play a song from it later, the Fight Like a Girl mixtape playlist, uh, mix, mixtape, mix CD I I think it's still called a mixtape. Yeah, I think it's still called a mixtape. Okay, well, I'm comfortable with that. Um, (laughs) You don't see. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a mixed mini disc. Can you tell us a bit about Fight Like a Girl and how it started? So it started like me and a few of my friends who are also musicians. We wanted to like be supportive of each other because so many musicians are not supportive of each other because they feel so competitive. Um, We wanted to support each other. So we just started like having these little gig things that were just like at my house um, which is like a very tiny, it says, it, like, the estate agent said it was a micro studio, but I'm pretty sure it's a bed zit. Like, yeah, the yes. estate agent's calling it a micro studio. <laughs> Isn't the studio already micro? It's, like, it's smaller than this room. It's, like, tiny. Um, and the bed has to, like, fold up and down. Oh, that's cool, like that. though. Yeah, it's cool. It's, like, it's. It, 
I like it. I feel really homely there. We just started doing that, and then um, and then we did a few gigs in and like little coffee shops just around East London or North East London. One of my friends, she got involved with record label, and so she was off like getting kind of busy doing that. And the other friend who had started it with, she was then doing some other stuff not music related, and so it ended up being kind of me and I was like wow I'm gonna just reach out on the internet and find some other people who want to do more stuff because I definitely want to do more stuff mm. and I think like there's I feel like there's a need for you know people coming together What's um, the, um, but you, you mean people but it's called fight like a girl what's the kind of ethos you're going for well I wanted to be able to play shows with the people so I wanted their music to be kind of relevant to my music so I kind of call it fight like a girl because I kind of have a feminist kind of slant on my music anyway so um and it's just open to it's not just girls is but it's it's like open to anybody but it's mostly like lgbtq plus kind of and then you know kind of riot girl type girls but it's open to anyone you know there's some folk singers on it there's some like great just like really cool people who just want to be supportive like that's the most important thing like the genre of music's not that important to fight like a girl it's more your your like it's not like a showcase for you know musicians it's a support network so it's people that want to support other artists you know by doing whatever and then we do like a we do we've done this zine and then we do like a tour of all the hometowns where everybody's on the mix oh day. wow cool yeah cool. so we get to That's play like really a- cool areas derby and Salesbury. And then you can stay at the houses of the musicians as well. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to put us up. But, but that's kind of cool. But it's cool when you yeah. do, yeah. We've got Brighton on Friday. So can I just quickly ask, so how did you reach out? Because you said you reached out to people. So how did you get people to like get I involved got, like, with posts it? posts on the internet, like on Facebook, on different groups, different music groups or mm. like feminist groups. Yeah, that was basically what I did in a couple of other places that weren't Facebooky type places but were music places and just like, hey, does anyone want to do this? And then... So the zine has got... It's got some of your drawings in it, which yeah. I really love. It's definitely worth checking out. So the zine is called Fight Like a Girl. Yeah. And I've got it in front of me. There's a great um, All Boobs Are Beautiful page um, that you drew, which I think is super cool. And you also mentioned that your favourite one is this submission by a, a 15-year-old girl. Can you yeah. tell us a little about that? Um, uh, yeah, it's this by this girl called Kitty. Kitty Towel, I think that's how you say her last name. And um, it's just about being feminist and then also anorexic. I think she had a struggle with anorexia and it's just about her experience. But I thought it was amazing because it was so well like researched and like she was just, it was just really insightful, especially from someone so young. Yeah, there's loads of there's this other girl called Alice Skinner, who's like an artist who's in the zine, whose work I basically approached her on like Instagram because I follow her Instagram because she just post the coolest pictures so in terms of it being like a collective like what is it like being part of that then it's What's really it? good you know it's more it's like supportive we're, put, we're doing shows and you can play and then if anyone who's in the thing if there's enough space we'll put them on the show and then um yeah it's just cool to like know that you've got other people who are doing the same thing as you and having the same struggles as you and you're not because you feel quite isolated when you're like a DIY artist because you're kind of doing everything yourself. So you kind of feel mm. like sometimes, oh my God, I'm doing everything myself. What is going on here? Is this even making any difference? <laughs> like, mm. And so it kind of nice to have people who are like also doing that. And you and know. support network. Yeah. Um, the gig in Brighton, can you say where it is? What I think it's time? at a place called Arista Studios uh, on Friday. Um, this girl um, who has a band called Greenness 
um, she is putting on her, she puts on a, a feminist night there, like I think monthly, called um, Femme Fridays. But this like it's like Femme Fridays featuring Fight Like a Girl. And she's on the CD also. Cool. Um, the the mixtape. Is there like a place online where people can find out more about? Yeah, that? if you go on Facebook, put Fight Like a Girl. There's there are a few Fight Like a Girls, but if you go through the Lilla Five page, if you go to my page, then you will there'll be loads of links because I just post loads of Fight Like a Girl stuff. <laughs> That's L-I-L-I-T-H uh, space A-I for those. Um, oh, actually, I noticed actually on your surname, um, well, the second name in your artist's yeah. name, that you put the character for love in Mandarin. Did, so did you pick that name or is that? So my grandfather is actually Chinese. When he came to England, he just kind of got renamed in this weird way where people just go like, oh, that's a bit of a weird name. Let's just call you this. And like, And so I was like, wanting to use a name that like reflected that heritage like mm. i just find it really interesting i'm like i have quite a lot like my grand like my grandmother on the same side my dad's mother was like indian and his father's like chinese and i find it quite interesting that i have all these stuff but it's not necessarily noticeable in my in the way i look but like it's just kind of interesting to me and so i just wanted to express that it's cool no i know the, re- yeah, the reclaim the name character. We claim a Chinese name. Um, that's actually all that we have time for. We're going to be playing a track from the playlist. It's by Tough Tits and it's called Hairless. So I'm yeah. quite excited about playing that. So that's going to come up in a second. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me here, yeah. Um, and for playing as well. That was really lovely. Now we're going to play Hairless by Tough Tits. It's coming up now. Uh, so that's good night for me. And- oh, good night. And also you should follow us on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's um, at VLW Radio. <laughs> And uh, on Facebook, obviously. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. And thank you so much, Lila, for coming on. Thank you. Thank you.